Hey, this is John Hornberg, and I have a question for you. How are you thinking? How are you thinking today? I know we normally don't ask each other that question. We almost always ask, how are you feeling? For obvious reasons, our feelings are so big and they're so noisy and they sit in the front row of our lives and they clamor for attention like little kids. And they tend to dictate how we feel about our days. If I have good feelings, then it was a good day. If I have bad feelings, it was a bad day. Thank God we have feelings. We would never move without them. They are emotions. They're really, really good things. They're a gift from God, but they get easily messed up and you cannot build a life on them. And thinking is much more foundational to the way that we will live. That's why you can think your way to healthier feelings, but you cannot feel your way to better thinking. So how are you thinking? Well, I want to consider that together with you for uh, several weeks. I have spent the last month writing. I'm so grateful for that time. Some of you were part of a journey that a number of us took in the Lenten season thinking about how do we surrender our lives to God? I can't, he can, I think I'll let him. And what I have been writing on was based on a lot of that material. I'm very grateful for that time. It will take some written form. I don't know what, when it does eventually, I promise I will let you know. But time to put that to rest. And that means I get to get back to my telephone and connecting with all of you as we walk together in a kind of community. I'm really excited about what I'm going to do for the next three weeks or so. I'll, this will start in another week or so. Um, I want to think about some of the great thoughts by some of the great thinkers of all time. How are you thinking? Who's in charge of your thinking? Well, that would be you. The greatest freedom we have, and really one of our great responsibilities is what will we focus our mind on? Where will we set our thoughts? But so often we don't take advantage of that. We just act as though our minds are drifting along on a stream and whatever circumstance or stimulation grabs our attention, we devote it to. Who's in charge of your thinking? You are in charge of your thinking and I'm in charge of mine. So what shall we think about? And here's where there's a tremendous opportunity that lies before us. Several thousand years ago, a really, really good thinker by the name of Paul said, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent, if anything is praiseworthy, think about these things. He didn't say, Think about whatever pops up on the screen that grabs your attention. He didn't say, think about whatever the news is today, which is probably going to be pretty depressing. He didn't say, think about, um, you know, whatever you habitually think about or whatever would make you feel good in the moment. What's true? What's noble? What's right? See, the possibility lies before my mind all the time to be occupied with that. And the great ones among us allow their minds to dwell on that. Whatever is true, whatever is noble. In our day, more often, what are you thinking about? Whatever, 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 whatever grabs in my mind. So we're going to move to thinking about whatever. We're going to move to whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right. Paul doesn't even say, make sure that what you think about is in the Bible. Actually, that particular instruction could go far outside the Bible. Paul actually one time 
quotes a, a pagan, a Greek thinker who said, bad company corrupts morals. Paul puts that in the Bible. In other words, Paul is influenced by a pagan who says, be careful who you let influence you. So what we're going to do, starting in another week or so, is think about some of the great thoughts of all time. And I'm very excited about this. I'm going to take some of the books that have been most influential in my life and read a passage from them each day, do this Monday through Friday, and then think together about how this can occupy our minds in a way that lets us think about what is true and noble, what is really, really good. There's a wonderful book by C.S. Lewis. It's called Screwtape Letters. That might be one of the ones that we look at, but you'll have to check it out to find out. And uh, if you know this book, it's written in the guise of diabolical advice from an older tempter to a younger tempter. So it's kind of like through the looking glass. You have to reverse everything to get great spiritual wisdom in it. But the old tempter, Screwtape, writes to the younger tempter, Wormwood, I notice what you say about guiding your patient's reading and taking care that he sees a good deal of his atheist friend. But are you not being a trifle naive? It sounds as if you supposed that argument was a way to keep him out of the enemies, that is, God's clutches. That might have been so if he'd lived a few centuries ago. At that time, humans still pretty well knew when a thing was proved and when it was not. And if it was proved, they really believed it. They still connected thinking with doing and were prepared to alter their way of life as the result of a chain of reasoning. But Lewis talks about how much that is largely absent in our day. And towards the end of this particular piece of advice, old Screwtape says to Wormwood, do remember you are there to fuddle him from the way some of you young fiends talk. Anyone would suppose it was our job to teach. See, thinking was God's invention. Truth is God's possession. Teaching was Jesus' profession. And so the great question for us is, how am I thinking? And who's going to decide what will occupy my mind? And what shall I think about? So day by day, we're going to gather together and we're going to think great thoughts. And there's a word from this from the Bible. It's actually a word that is largely misunderstood. When Jesus came, he said, now, the kingdom of God, the possibility of life together with God in his presence is available to human beings. And your response to this, he says, is to repent. Most people, when they hear the word repent in our day, unfortunately, think of it mostly as a feeling word. You should repent. You should feel really, really, really bad. But it's actually made up of two words, meta, which is the word for after, noeta, which, which is a thinking word, afterthoughts, second thoughts. Think it out again. Think about your thinking. Now the possibility of life with God is available to us. That happens mostly in our mind. Mostly we set God before our minds. And we think whatever is true and whatever noble and whatever is right. I was reading another wonderful little book by an author named Alan Jacobs called How to Think. And uh, it's great Christian reflection on the mind and on all of our problems in thinking well. And he talks about a CEO, the guy that started Basecamp, 
who went to a conference and heard somebody give a talk and disagreed with it, didn't like it at all, rushed up to the speaker and told him, I disagree with everything. And the speaker's response was, give it five minutes. And he was kind of stunned. He wasn't expecting that. And he realized that as soon as he thought he didn't like something, he went directly into refutation mode and he stopped thinking. You see, thinking, good, careful, life-changing thinking requires effort. And that happens slowly. And this guy was so struck by that that it's become kind of his mantra for his mind. Give it five minutes. Now for us, probably generally, I'm going to ask for 10. Give it 10 minutes. And we're going to walk together through some of the great thoughts of all time. Your mind, my mind. So often we think about, man, if I were to give up the things that I really want to do, if I were to give up um, greed or get more power or being more well-known or give up my lust or give looking at this on the internet or give up getting more money, what would I do? You could occupy your mind with whatever is true and whatever is noble and whatever is good. Give it 10 minutes. Think about your thinking. I will see you in another week or so. Stay tuned and let's think together. Not about whatever, but about whatever is true and noble and good and right. See you then.